Joining us today, all the way from the UK, she's a former model turned sports journalist. She's the host of her very own show, Football Not In Focus. Uh, some of you might know her as Nelson's BFF. Others might know her as That Sports Spice. She's England's very own Amy Christophers. Amy, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's a pleasure. Again, we appreciate you coming on. Just like my host, uh, me just said, you're a former model. Now you're into the sports journalist world. Why the switch up? Why why come over to sports after you, you know, you did the model thing? Yeah, you go from you go from salads and air to chicken wings and beer. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? It's so nice not having to watch what I eat now. But um, yeah, so I did glamour um, for like ten years and. I set my I set myself out like a certain amount of goals that I wanted to achieve and I basically achieved all of those and then sort of like the last four years of my glamour career I was like you know it's just so samey like I've, I've reached everything that I wanted to do and uh yeah so I was just like I'm getting a bit bored of this now but um you need think, new challenges in your life. Yeah, I needed new challenges. And I just thought to myself, like, well, I'm bored of seeing my own boobs, so surely everybody else is. So I was just like, <laughs> I, don't this anymore. I need a new change. And everything that I did in my modeling world, I tried to incorporate sport into it. And so I used to do ring girling, um, grid girl work, you know, all of those sporting events. And I just loved being part of the action and just in amongst it all. And I was like, you know, all of my friends, like my male friends would be so jealous. Like, oh my God, you got that close to that boxer. Like literally, I was like, dude, his sweat was like in my face. <laughs> like, and they're like, oh my God, I want to lick your face. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, it's insane. Like I'm literally like so close, like spitting distance to all of these like footballers and, you know, just all these sports stars and it was amazing and kind of like because it made all of my friends so jealous and stuff and I was just like yeah do you know what I really buzz off this I I could do this for a living and then like backstage before I was walking out the fighters and stuff I'd be talking to them and like it was just so interesting and like because you're not there with a microphone in their face and whatever they felt like a lot more relaxed to talk to you so I'd be finding out things that reporters weren't finding out and stuff and I was like hmm, maybe I've got a talent here for like making people feel really relaxed and just telling me too much stuff and I was like this is what I want to do I want to interview people and like after the modeling things I want to still be part of that action so I was like yeah 100 I want to be doing my sports presenting and I remember like as a little girl when we first got Sky Sports I think I was like eight years old and I was watching Sky Sports and I just seen all these like glamorous beautiful women that really knew that stuff about sports and football and I was just I was hooked from that day and I was like yep that's what I want to do after I've been a model so yeah now I'm now I'm living that and it's my reality and it's like I still pinch myself every day like whoa I actually made this happen it's mad but I'm very grateful that's a great story great story you say your reality it's funny because our reality right now in this global pandemic is something that nobody ever thought we'd see over here in the U.S., um, when things started, we were on virtual. We were locked. Everything was locked down. It's starting to open up a little bit here. We're allowed to be in stores with masks on. 
You got to be six feet apart. Let all of our listeners know what's going on in the UK when it started with the lockdown and what's going on now. So it's very, it's very much the same sort of setup over here. Um, it's a bank holiday weekend uh, right now. So things are probably going to be a little bit crazy. The weather's nice as well. So I keep seeing on like Twitter and things like that, like beaches rammed and it's like, come on guys, use some common sense. You're not, you're not willing to send your kids back to school on the 1st of June because like Boris is suggesting that right now. And it's all like up in air. It's like, I'm not sending my kid back. It's like, oh, you'll take them to South End Beach where there's like loads and loads of people. Nobody's social distancing. It's like, right. use common sense. So yeah, a little bit of sunshine on a bank holiday and everybody just like loses all control basically. But yeah, we are supposed to be still social distancing. Lockdown's <laughs> still going on. Um, we're supposed to be wearing masks when we go out to do our shopping and things like that but to be honest I'm not really like going out I've moved house now so I've got a garden now so I'm just I'm happy keeping myself to myself and just doing a little bit of sunbathing you know I've got Nelson and it's all fine I'm just (laughs) working on my content and just sort of trying to keep busy so that I'm not just gonna go insane but yeah it's fine but there are there are a lot of still restrictions and stuff and things aren't being eased. It's got a little bit better, but yeah, it's not, it's going to be a long time. I think like other countries have fully come out of lockdown now. Like I think Norway's out of lockdown now. Mm-hmm. And obviously like Germany, they've got their football back now. Um, in the UK, it's kind of project restart is, is underway so some football well most football teams went back in the Premier League to training um I don't know if you know about Watford player Troy Deeney so he basically came out in the press and he's not going back to training because he's got um a young child who's got breathing difficulties so he's Mm -hmm. like I don't want to be taking that back I'm not risking my family's lives you know, just to play football to entertain the nation because basically the government was saying, you know, we need to get football back as soon as possible. It's good for morale. And it's like, yeah. hold on a minute. Like, are we really putting morale, have, like that much responsibility? Too. Yeah. Are we really putting that much responsibility of like the nation's happiness on our football players and is that first put that much pressure on I really don't think it is and personally I still think it's way too soon to be trying to bring football back but that's what they're trying to do right now so they've gone back to training and so the football team that he actually plays for Watford they've had like three confirmed cases of Mm. COVID-19 so hell yeah he shouldn't have gone back so I'm just glad that he's stuck up for himself and has been like, look, you know, my family comes first because at the end of the day, that should come first, you know? Right. There's a baseball player here that just said the same thing. I, his name slips my mind, but he literally Blake. just said the same thing. Blake Snell. Blake, Sn- Blake Snell from Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. He said that he's not putting his sport over his family or his health, and I understand that. Uh, the good thing about – well. 
I'm not saying it's a good thing, but the positives you can take away from this coronavirus deal that we are all dealing with. You said it something about it earlier. You're working on your content, your creativity. Uh, myself and my co-hosts were doing the same thing. You know, before we were traveling for this show, uh, before I had my last little child, we were traveling. We were able to get out now. We're kind of on lockdown. So we have you on video. So we're trying to expand our creativity as well, trying to draw some kind of positives out of this. But uh, let's kind of jump into the NFL a little bit. My first time playing back in London was back in 2008. That was when there was only two teams, one game. Saints versus what? Chargers. I was there. You were at the game? I was at the game. 2008, I was outside Wembley with like all the other page three girls and we were like giving out these like leaflets. I can't remember who the sponsor was or something. I think it was like a beer and we were like, here's your beer tokens and stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, can I go in and watch it? And I tried my hardest to like get the right. sponsors to take me in their box and they wouldn't. I was fuming. <laughs> but yeah, so I was outside. So I was there, but I wasn't there. But yeah. You could have got so, tickets. Come on. You could have yeah. got tickets. Apparently I knew you then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If only you knew me back in 2008. I ain't gonna lie. And then maybe I like would seven have, eight nights. And then maybe I would have actually supported a real team. Exactly. Instead <laughs> of whatever you got going on back in the corner over there. <laughs> oh, Cowboys. Oh dude. man, wow. Yeah. I guess, uh, I guess that's the UK's team too, huh? Not well, just America's I team. Choose, I didn't choose them. So um so our, our mutual friend Brittany was actually there. That's the that's the night I met her. Um so the NFL hosted this big draft party for like influencers, presenters, and like, you know, all of this sort of these people that wanna get into the NFL and that. So they all invited us into a big room, they did a draft. And uh I don't know who I was hoping for really, because like you could say like, Oh, I want this team, but I was like, Do you know what? I I really want to learn all about the NFL and like I'll still hold my hands up now like I've been working with the NFL but I still don't 100% know all of the players and you know who's best at what and all of that sort of thing but um what I can say about what I know about the NFL is that it's like a game of chess but in shoulder pads yeah That's that's what I think. It's a very Good physical analogy. game of chess. Yeah. A very physical <laughs> game of chess. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they got us all in a room and they drafted us. And I was like one of the last to get drafted. And I was like, oh God, that has got a really crap team. And I was like, oh. And then they were like, oh, you've got the Cowboys. And I was like, I was really excited because I just watched um, that Amazon thing. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now. Mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what's um, that called? All in. All in, yeah. Something all like or all or nothing. All or nothing. All or nothing. All okay. or nothing. Yeah. So I'd just been like watching all of those, and then I was like, oh, I swear they made one on the Cowboys. But anyway, I'd heard of them, and I was like, oh, I'm really excited about this. And my favorite color is blue, so I was like, that's good. Just gonna go with my eyes. Sick. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. And then I was like, I still don't. I'm not really any wiser about the cowboys and then um Brittany came up to me and um she's basically like you know you look the all-american girl like you basically look american so that's probably why the nfl have chosen you or like i think actually the cowboys chose me so like they spoke to like a representative and they was like who do you want or whatever so mm. uh so yeah she was like that's probably like why the cowboys have chosen you because you look like the typical cow girl and i was like Okay, I don't know if to, to, to take that it. as a positive. Or, <laughs> <laughs> fine, well, I'll dig out my Daisy Jukes and uh, my cowboy boots. 
and I'll be fine. So yeah, I got drafted to them and then I had to watch their games and follow their season. And um, then with Jason Bow, me and him were going through and doing the predictions um, for like who would get to the Super Bowl. And I think I did actually say that it would be um, New Orleans Saints in the final. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I get a bonus. <laughs> 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 no, I will tell you one thing about playing over there that's really cool is, you know, obviously when we go and play at, a, at another team's arena um, or another team's stadium, I'm sorry, it's always, you always see the same team, you know, at whatever team you go to. But when we played over at Wembley, it was all through, all 32 teams were represented. And you guys were just cheering about everything. And I loved it because it was, you know, obviously this is something that you guys haven't seen ever. Um, but I played back there in 2017, but we were one of them. Uh, I played in one game, but it was four games that year. But now they canceled game this year, canceled uh, NFL games this year over in the UK. Do you think that will affect the popularity of the game over there? Because there aren't any live games? Okay. I don't think so. I mean, it was it was definitely helping, of course, and mm-hmm. and it was getting bigger and bigger by the year. But I've seen how many crazy NFL fans there are in the UK. Like, yeah. so one of my friends does an NFL podcast, and he's like the Browns' number one fan. Like my friend Paul, mm-hmm. because he's actually called Paul Brown, so that's why he chose the Browns. And um, okay. yeah, so he's like super mad on the NFL. So he does loads and loads of events and he always tries to get me involved in them to help like co-host them with him and stuff so we've done like our own mock fan drafts and things like that over the years and we were going to do one this year but obviously corona happened so we couldn't do that um but yeah just from his events i've seen how crazy people are like there's there's a girl called um claire she calls herself claire bear and she's a Chicago Bears fan, and she like turns up with the bear head on. Like oh, yeah. oh, she yeah. takes it to the next levels. Like, and I was like, oh, this like this is fun. Like everyone's <laughs> mad. And then like my friend was like, no, this is just like how fans are. Like I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. And then I'm like, yeah, maybe I really should get some cowboy boots then and really get involved. Exactly. Do it all. Yeah. Well, no, so, so I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna affect it like that. Obviously those fans are gonna be upset that they can't go to them, but I'm sure that like with any sport, you know, the fans like we're not morons. We see the bigger picture and it's like, you know, it's one year, I'm sure we'll get over it. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like even in England with the football right now, they're replaying like old World Cup old FA Cups and you know all of these like classic games and I'm like wow this is amazing and like today they were like playing the FA Cup from like the year that I was born and I was like when would I ever have got to watch this game like this is actually pretty Mm -hmm. sick so I think we just need to you know be a bit sensible and take advantage of watching these games that we never would have seen before so yeah good point really good well if every if everybody has a team though already you're saying there's the Bears girl, your buddy who's a Browns fan, which I'm sorry for, but um, <laughs> if if a team like, say, the Jaguars have been mentioned to come over there from Jacksonville, if they became the London Jaguars, do you think there would be a big following behind that? Oh, Everybody yeah. would kind of get rid of their own team? Uh, I mean, 
maybe I would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, these, these fans, these fans are extremely passionate about American football over there because, like I said, you step in that stadium and it is loud from the kickoff until the end of the game and everybody's up and everybody's cheering. And it's kind of like when El Plasco or any other one of the, you know, the big teams from over there, because you, me and you and I, we went to Yankee Stadium to go see Manchester City and Chelsea. Chelsea, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, it was Manchester City and Chelsea. Yeah, and I, we went up there. I see. <laughs> and um, and it was just exciting because it doesn't happen much. So when it does come here, I would I got the chance to go see El Clasico and Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, wow. and it was crazy. It was it was just energetic. I, I loved it. I'm. I'm I, I'm a big soccer – I'm not going to say I'm a big soccer fan, but I enjoy the sport. I enjoy yeah. going to it. If I can go and catch a match anywhere, I'm there. My wife and I, we went to go see Colombia and um, Ecuador and then when they were here at Hard Rock Stadium. So it's it's like a treat when you get these big soccer matches over. So I'm, I'm assuming that's, it's kind of the yeah, same thing. That's how I feel with the NFL. So, like, is that just exactly what you said there? But – with the NFL, like, for us English fans, it's like, whoa, oh, my God, they have people out on, like, these these jumpy stilt things, and they're, like, chucking Pepsi at us and this and that. And I'm like, oh, my God, imagine if, like, the Premier League had that. Like, we don't have anything. We have, like, an old man in the middle of the thing being like, right, now we've, we've got some people going to come up and try and score a goal. And you're like, ah, I'm going to go and get the beer. See you later. <laughs> like, <laughs> and watches any of that stuff. We all go to the loop. We get more food. We get beers. Like, yeah. But, like, the halftime shows, everything. Like, it's, it's like a proper, proper day out. It's insane. So I feel really blessed that I've been able to go to NFL games in London. But I would love to go to some in America. Because I feel like, wow, if this is what it's like in here, like I can only imagine the grander scheme of things in actually oh, yeah. like their home stadiums. It must be so sick. It's Sundays, funny Sundays are you, fun over here. Yeah, it's kind of funny that you say that because you want to come over here and watch the games. And when we were there in 2008, I actually I did go to Watford Stadium and they were – I forget who they was playing. But the energy – and the stadium probably held, the arena probably held 25,000, maybe over at Watford, something like that. It wasn't huge, but it wasn't small, but it was very energetic. The fans were very passionate. So I wanted to make it. I wanted to make it. Is it Chelsea Stanford Bridge? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So I play a lot of FIFA. That's why I know that. So um, <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's what I want to go to. I want to go over there and I want to experience that. So we might have to use our connections. You come over here. Definitely. I get you, you want to I come over, I'll take you guys to a game. No problem. Okay. Perfect. So what is it like um in America with the teams thing? Because obviously you said about um if the Jaguars came over here. So personally I don't think any of those NFL fans that I've met would change allegiance. But obviously somebody like me who's fairly new to the sport and other people that maybe are just getting in to the NFL, I feel like they would probably change allegiance because that's like in London now. So this is a team that we should support because sure. we're gonna have some kind of like relation with that. But um What's it like in, in America if people switch up their team? Like, do they get disowned? Because I know that in, like, in football here, like, sorry, soccer, 
um you would literally get lynched like you you would you would die before you answer that before you answer that every time we have a member of the media on here they always sneak a question in somehow i love it <laughs> <laughs> whenever we have athletes on they're always like Sorry. yes no yes no i love it i love it i love it for the last for the last 13 years I haven't really been a fan of anybody, so I'll have to direct that question to my host. So I was a Cowboys fan. I live in Baltimore, Maryland. Our, our listeners know where that is. You probably don't know where that is. But we didn't have a football team growing up, so I was a Cowboys fan growing up. Then when I was in about middle, when I was in middle school, the Ravens came here, and I became a big Ravens fan. And everybody always made fun of me because, like, oh, you don't like the Cowboys anymore. So there is some heckling, some teasing that goes on. But, but it's, not as, like, it's not as extreme as it would be in the UK then, I guess. No, I don't think, I don't so. think so. But honestly, in, 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 in American football, most people stay loyal to their team. Now, basketball, you'll have people who follow different individuals at times. Right. But I know when it comes to football, it's, you know, I, I, gave you, I gave you a hard time before we started recording the show about Cowboys because I grew up a Redskins fan. So if you if you are you know if you're where I'm from you grow up you'd be a Redskins fan but there's always a bunch of Cowboys fans that's why Cowboys are called America's team because there's fans everywhere so whenever you have a Cowboys fan you just kind of give them a little bit of hard time <laughs> is that so are the Cowboys like the equivalent of like Manchester United here then because basically everyone supports manchester united and like most of them live in london or like anywhere but manchester and basically yeah, that's yeah. because manchester united in the 80s they were the first club to like proper get out the merchandise so all of the mums were like oh my kid loves football i'm gonna buy them some manchester united stuff and then they're like oh now that's my team and it's like <laughs> come on you don't really support manchester united so is it kind of like the same thing that like yeah. They had that success. They had they had some really good success um, in the '90s, especially. They they mm -hmm. won a lot of games. I think they kind of got that America's team during that time. They kind of got, um, you know, that phrase kind of attached with their team. So, yeah, you would always see Cowboy stuff everywhere. Jerry Jones has done a really good job. Which is Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, he's done a really good job of getting that Cowboy star out there as much as possible you know yeah. what I, mean? I mean that is something that i do like about the cowboys is the star but i am a little bit torn because i also really like the rams and <laughs> so i've got oh, my goodness. cowboys top on you got but, like I'm, I'm, you're, you're literally like my my number one team i just i can't deal. i can't deal with the rams we don't deal with the rams <laughs> we don't we don't, well tell us there you go there's the rams this is really awkward now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you, we were cool. We were cool. I, I gave you a pass on the Cowboys, not a Rams thing. I'm just looking at you like, man. <laughs> well, I mean, nah, I'm torn. I'm torn between them both because I actually really like the Rams. And I've actually watched them in London as well. And I interviewed a load of their players. So I feel like I've got more of a connection to the Rams than I actually do the Cowboys. But I got given the Cowboys. I had to follow them for a season. And it's like, oh, I don't know. So I'm torn this season. What do I do? Who should I support? Pick a new team. Pick the Saints. <laughs> or the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, pick the Saints or the Ravens. They'll, I don't think they're going to let you down this year. <laughs> <laughs> because I work Let's with get... the NFL UK. Like, they're always, like... For certain games and stuff, they'll send me the top. So, like, at the Super Bowl, like, 
I've got a Kansas Chief one, and I've just got so many of these jerseys and caps, <laughs> and like all of the memorabilia and stuff. Like honestly, I just I can't make up my mind. So I'm like, well, I've interviewed players from the Rams, so I'm like, well, maybe I'll pick them. I don't know. The and common the common theme is blue, though. Every yeah, every blue. like it's blue. So I don't think we're going to really get this you know opportunity for you to convert over to Saints or the Ravens. So. Neither team has blue. I understand it. Uh, yeah. But can I support both teams? Or is that sure. Y'all don't have a team over there yet, so you can just be a fan of the game. Sure. We'll I like that. You said yet. Yeah. I like that. Yet. Yeah. yeah. Speaking into fruition. Let's get into your shows, though. You have two shows uh, that we've seen. One of them, Football Not in Focus. <laughs> we'll save that one for a second. Okay. Football Not okay. in Focus. <laughs> for, our, for our followers out there, it's not the football you think. We think that's American football. Uh, your show's based off of soccer that we call it. Um, it's very funny. I've seen, I've seen a lot of them. It's funny. It's informative. Let our followers know where they can find you and what your show's all about. Okay, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram as That Sport Spice. And basically, I just, I normally do like roundups and things like that for like the papers that I work for. So I would make video content to go out on the website and in articles and things like that. But I've been furloughed uh, at the moment. So I'm not doing much writing or videos and stuff. So I was like, you know what, like now's a really good time that I could actually focus on YouTube and like start making YouTube content, making videos and things for Instagram, which I've like always wanted to do, but just never had the time. So I was like, well, I really like doing my roundup kind of things. And I was like, well, there's a, a UK show that's, um, well, you don't know what match of the day is either. So I don't know how I'm going to explain this, but it's basically football focus is like the main like BBC show. So like our main network, um, where they like review all of the games of that weekend and they sit in a studio and they talk about it. So I was like, well, football really isn't in focus at the moment because there's nothing going on. So mm. I was like, let me just have a little play on words with that, kind of take their logo, use it, it look like, you know, don't, don't sue me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't take their logo and change it. I made my own. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, exactly. So I manipulated a few little bits and I thought, yeah, football not in focus. Okay. So I'm just taking a look at like what the footballers are getting off, like getting up to off the pitch while there's no, nothing going on. And yeah, so that's how it came about. But um, yeah, that is, sometimes it's really hard because there's not a lot going on. And like, I've really had to scour for some stories <laughs> and stuff. So some weeks yeah. it's been like really cutting edge stuff. Like, <laughs> I saw the haircuts, the haircuts was a good one. Yeah. And like James Milner, <laughs> James Milner, there's like, uh, he's a Liverpool player. And basically there's a parody account called Boring James Milner, just because everyone assumes that he'll be really boring but actually he is quite funny and he is a really nice guy but everyone perceives him to be this boring like straight lace whatever because he's good at his job and he just gets on with it he's never in the press getting in trouble or whatever so there's this parody account and yeah so I just did a play on that basically that like he's no longer boring 
he's just bored. So he was like, <laughs> naming like loads of household items and stuff. And I was like, wow, like, I thought I'd just like stoop to new levels with Nelson, but this guy's even more bored than I am. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's tough trying to find stuff to make a show of when there's nothing going on, but so far. But you did, but you did manage to do that. And you managed to do it not once, but twice. You got Nelson in Lockaway. Tell us about Nelson. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do when, when, like, lockdown's over because I'm not going to be able to do my football not in focus. And what am I going to do with Nelson? I think I'm going to put him in, like, a glass case and, like, have him in my hallway. He wants to know who Nelson is. (laughs) (laughs) This is Mandela. Mandela, I like it. Nelson Mandela. <laughs> oh, I didn't even get that. Oh my god. <laughs> she just liked Sorry. the name. <laughs> Nelson Mandela, I love it. So I'm, I'm gonna have to do a show too now. I'll call it Mandela. Now I done put it out. I put it out there now. We're gonna have to get them on Zoom. They can be like international buddies. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Maybe bring on a football. You know, <laughs> Brittany, Brittany's made him a girlfriend. It's an oh, NFL yeah. ball, so we're gonna call it Nafal, like NFL. Okay. Nafal. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Creative name. So we're gonna we're gonna film that at some point, but yeah, Nelson's a bit moody because I haven't actually done any content with him in a while because I moved house and for like three weeks I didn't have any internet and I was still unpacking. So yeah, he's pretty annoyed, but. Okay, <laughs> it's time again. We'll <laughs> sure. be fine. For sure. Um, seems like the shows and everything's going good, but there's one thing that I saw that you are that you're into now and um, I'm a big fan of it. You co-founded Kickstart UK. Can you talk a little bit about it and, and why did you start this charity? Like why is this important to you? So um I've always really, really been into uh, the transfer market and discovering new talent and just basically people being able to make the, like have the best start to go after their dreams and all of this sort of stuff. Um, And I'm friends with loads of agents and things like that. And then when I moved, I was going through all my stuff and, um, I found loads of football boots and stuff. And so like when I play in matches, um, like say like Nike or like Adidas or whatever, like whoever's sponsoring the kit, like you get new boots every time you play. And I just feel so bad. I'm like, oh my God, there are kids around the world that like want to play professional football and they have to play barefoot. Like I know in like, so like some countries, they actually prefer to play barefoot and there are like, tournaments you can do that barefoot because you have better control over the ball and things like that but like for the ones that want to go professional and make it in like European leagues or like even the Premier League or whatever they have to wear boots and um like even Nani like um the Portuguese player he said that like when he was younger he wanted boots but he had to play barefoot and now like his feet are absolutely mangled and like that did affect his career like as he was growing up because his feet were in such a bad way so like things like that have always been like in the back of my mind and then so I found all of these boots and I was like I don't want to just take these to a charity shop and then like someone buys them 
and then they just stay in their closet say do you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. like i want to know that these boots are going to make a difference and then i started watching a documentary on amazon as well about football around the world and i'm also doing my masters in like uh the economics of football and how it's changing society and you know like all the financial gains um all the different business developments sustainability as well is like a really big thing that um, I'm really passionate about so I want things to be recycled so just all of those things everything's just like come in alignment at the same time and I was searching for charities to see if there was any that sent them out to Africa and um, I started chatting to one charity and then um, I got a friend involved in it as well to help and basically they blanked him and was like, you don't have enough followers and like, yeah, we don't want to work with you. And I was like, oh my God, like you can't be like that. Like you're a charity. And at the end of the day, that none of that should matter. He's just found like right. 100 pairs of boots from like one tweet and whatever. So they got a little bit funny. And uh, so yeah, he just said like, should we just do our original idea of setting one up ourselves? So I was like, yeah, because I want to know where they're going and I, I want to know that it's actually going to make a difference to that child's life and that he's then going to get on the right track to then be scouted. So we're going to, I'm working with um, the FIFA Federation out in East Africa. A girl called Daphne is now on board with us. Um, I've got Khaled, a very good friend of mine, who's a football agent and um, he works with Steve Katner as well. So they're coming on board and we're basically going to do like a tournament every year like this is all in the pre-plans at the moment so you know mm -hmm. we can't do one this year maybe not even next year but that's that's the plan that we want to do is have our tournament and um, so we're going to be sending out the boots to like the primary schools and then the under 17s as well so then we'll be like focusing on the under 17s to get them up to like proper good match levels to then go and play in these tournaments where there will be will invite all of the agents and the scouts and then hopefully get them signed and get them into the European League so it's like it's a long process but it all starts with making sure that they have the boots the right equipment and kit to get them started and um yeah so that's awesome there's a lot that's to plan awesome. but <clears throat> it's just early days at the moment it's all worth it, you know. It's 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 going to be a lot that goes into it, but it's uh it's all worth it in the long run. So kudos yeah. to you for doing that. That's awesome. Thank you for doing that too. There's no real good way to segue from that. What amazing it is you're doing that too. We want to know your craziest story. <laughs> I'm just gonna ask the. I'm just gonna ask. Yeah, the what's what's your craziest one? Since you've okay. gotten into sports and you've been around all the, all these athletes, and what's the craziest thing that's happened? Well, like, there's been quite a few. Um, like, I've had a lot of really cool opportunities. Um, well, for instance, I did the Combine at, um, at the new Tottenham Stadium. So if you, like, if you think that the Wembley was cool to play at, you should see the new Tottenham Stadium. Like, it is unreal. And they showed us around, like, the whole NFL bit, and it was so sick. That's awesome. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. I don't know what I got for the 40-yard dash, though. I'll have to check. 
fun. Yeah, let's go back and check those numbers. Get those numbers yeah. back to me. I'll see how they stack I'm up. I'm pretty sure it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> you could just lie. He's not going to be able to find them. <laughs> one second. It was so mad. <laughs> yeah. Three seconds. So, what? Yeah. what? So I've done that. Um, what else? Oh, I played at the Camp Nou at Barcelona representing Chelsea in goal and I kept a clean sheet. Like, not even David De Gea can say that. So I'm pretty chuffed about that. I don't know yeah. how it happened, but it did. So <laughs> I'm not going to pat myself on the back. But, uh, you know. Brush your shoulder off there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I played at Stamford Bridge as well in goal at Chelsea. Um, so like those are all positive things. And then um, there's a guy in the UK that's basically Mr. Football, Gary Lineker. He hosts Match of the Day. So when you think of football, you think of Gary Lineker. And then there was these awards and I won Football Influencer of the Year and I beat Gary Lineker. I was literally nice. like, so shook. I couldn't speak. And I was like, oh my God, this is a, this is a wind up. And they're like, no, no, you, you've won it. And I was like, oh my God. So that nice. was um but then of course all the ups there are downs as well and uh, on the flip side of that I've had some negative experiences and I would say that this is probably the most crazy so as a journalist I got invited to the PFA awards and what's, what's um, the PFA awards so basically like the PFA is like the sort of like the government body of like the footballers professional footballers okay so they they look after them, they make all the decisions and things like that. So the chief executive, Gordon Taylor, was there. So obviously as a journalist, I'm going to want to approach the most important man in the room, get his opinions, ask him what's going to happen next season, you know, all of this sort of stuff. And this was two years ago. So I just literally come out of uni. I was so enthusiastic. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go and speak to Gordon and see what's happening. And like, all of this. I'm like, yeah, you want a whiskey on the rocks, Gordon? Like, yeah, let's chat. So I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm really into history. Like, I would love to do a documentary about the history of football from like, you know, the start of the PFA and like all of this. He's like, oh, right. Yes. Lovely. I love that idea. Here's my email. Why don't you send it over? He's about 80, by the way. <laughs> Um, <laughs> North Yorkshire guy, basically. Anyway, so um, I'm there chatting to him, get his email, and I'm like, oh, sick, yeah, I'll, I'll send an email over to you tomorrow morning, can't wait, like, really want to work with the PFA, and like, all of this, networking on my hustle since day one, thank you. And uh, so that was all good. And then we were leaving, and everyone gets kicked out at the same time. And like in the UK, like the press know that I used to be a model and that sort of stuff. So like if I go out to events, I get pictured and this sort of stuff. And obviously he's the most important man in English football. Everyone knows who he is and that sort of thing. So anyway, there was like a photographer right over the other side of Park Lane and they took a photo and made it look like we were leaving together. And this blown out of proportion and it was like, Gordon Taylor, late night transfer with topless model Amy. And I was like, oh my God. I woke up the next morning and like, obviously my phone was going mad. People were like, oh my God, you're in the paper, congrats. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, congratulating me. They're basically saying that he paid for me to be with him that night. And I was like, oh my God, this is awful. So then I like, I had all of the 
press trying to phone me. They were like camping outside my house. They were going to like every address in London that I'd ever lived in. And I was like, this is mad. And I was like scared to leave my house. And I was just like, no comment, no comment. And then they were like, you're making it worse by not saying anything. And I was like, oh my God, this is mad. So I phoned up the Sun newspaper and I was just like, what do you think you guys are doing? You know, I've worked so hard to get away from that image and like, you know, all of my hard work. I've trained, I'm a, a broadcaster now, I'm a journalist, like, why are you doing this? And uh, they were like, oh, we're really sorry. Da, da, da. I was like, I want a public apology. I want this, 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 and this. You're going to do like a really nice story about my transformation from model to journalist, how hard I've worked, who I've worked with, what I'm doing. And they were like, yes, of course, no problem. I was like, yeah. And I want a column. <laughs> and they were like, oh, you want a column? And I'm like, yeah, well, I write, don't I? And they're like, all right, okay, fine. Send over your column then, like being all like, yeah, she won't. Be. And so I sent one over and it was actually um, about the, the Jag um, Jacksonville Jaguars owner wanting to buy Wembley. So uh -huh. I was like a really sick thing. And it was like, yeah, it was, it was unreal. So I wrote that. And then they were like, oh my God, did you write this? And I was like, oh, that's a little bit <sighs> patronizing. So I was like, yeah, the article now, now you don't I know, I was it. like, dude, quit while you're ahead. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, oh, this is really good. Could you do this for us every week? So I was like, yep. So then that's I had a problem with them for a year. So it's like, no matter what gets thrown at you like you just have to try and make it work for you and make sure you benefit from it and get something out of it so actually i say that's that how you turn a negative to a positive exactly Ding. that's the hustler <laughs> <laughs> i can't do yeah, it you did you did earlier you did say you were a hustler so yeah that's how you turn a bad situation into a good one for you so kudos to that Exactly. Perfect. So I'm just gonna hang around outside hotels, just hoping to get paps and get, <laughs> get more columns. <laughs> Waiting for oh, my next promotion. Oh, I've done this before. I've done this before. Just give it time. <laughs> I'm an old hand at this. Let me handle yeah. this. <laughs> That's awesome. Amy, That's I want great. you. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna end this with with two questions. Two two questions from my little one. Two toughest questions. The two oh, toughest gosh. questions. Come here, baby girl. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me let me take these off. This is Miss Jayla. Hi, Jayla. Thank you joining us. Come here. You're good. Oh, here we go. Say hi. Hi. You have a question? Yeah. Give it to her. What was your first NFL game you got to go to? Do you know what? I don't actually remember. <laughs> I know that it was. You did say it was going to be the toughest we had. Yeah. You were outside. You were outside the stadium when the Saints played in 08, but I don't <laughs> know if that counts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I was at your daddy's match, but I wasn't actually watching it. So does that count? She <laughs> was there, but she was working. Does I was working, so I didn't get to watch it. But one that was really memorable for me was the Rams one. So that's okay. that's why I like the Rams. And that was last year. That's what I was gonna say. I think it was last year. Yeah. That's so the first Because before that, I would go to the NFL matches and I would just be there for the day out. Like, oh, this is really fun. Have a few drinks and yeah. get into the environment. But actually like working at them last year, I totally seen a whole different side of the NFL and like 
because I'd been talking to the players and like, you know, listening to, you know, their fears about the game and like how they want to do this and that and whatever. It was like, I was so much more engaged in all of the games last year. So I'd probably say, yeah, all of the London games last year are probably like my favourite ones. But yeah, the first one was your daddy's, but I wasn't actually in the same <laughs> And you weren't actually here either. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> here, uh, here's my big boy here. Oh, man. Oh. Hi. Hi. Who is your favourite soccer player and why? Who is your favorite okay. soccer? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Do you know what soccer is? Yes. That's what we call, that's what we call football. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. I have so many that I love, but I probably have to say Zola for Chelsea. Okay. Because he is just like, next level and i've actually got a signed shirt that's still in storage which i want to get out because i want to frame it here that would have been nice next to yeah. next to the cowboy's hat but yeah so i like zola dennis wise i used to love as well frank lampard's amazing too lampard. yeah and now frank lampard is is our coach at chelsea so that's just like absolutely amazing but yeah they're all Chelsea players, all my favorite ones. Okay, all right. What do you say? Thank you. All right. Get out, get out of here. <laughs> um, Perfect. Well, I think that's all we have. She's that sports spice. Go check her out for uh, f football, not in having a little feature no problem <laughs> thank you awesome. so much for having me guys it's been an absolute Amy, pleasure Amy, it's been a pleasure you have to teach me more stuff about the nfl and and we'll we'll lean on you about our soccer well you can lean on us about football maybe we can do this a little bit more often when uh when, when sports comes back uh, like i said i am a soccer fan so if i can have some insight from someone like you you can get some insight from football from someone like us Perfect. Awesome. Brilliant. Thank, thanks, Jamie. Stay safe out there. Thank you. We'll see you guys next time.